Hello, and welcome back to the Dinner Table Podcast, where we bring conversations to the dinner table that your family wouldn't. My name is Griffin Wiles, and today I am joined by my lovely friend, my good Judy, and a fantastic culture editor, Miranda Dunlap. Hello. Miranda, I'm so happy that you're here with me. I am so happy to be here. How are you on this fine day of recording? Well, to be honest, not so well. I just came from a class in which I got a red pen question mark on my exam essay, so I'm feeling very humbled. Um, It can only go up from here, though. (laughs) It can only go up from here, and next time maybe you can get an exclamation point. It's not likely. (laughs) (laughs) But So, essay, right? Essay that you got your question mark on. Yes. (laughs) And you're a journalist. You're a writer. You like to read. I do love to read. Love to read. How many books have you read this year? I have read 52 since January 1st. For everyone at home, it is mid, early mid-October. <laughs> so Miranda is an avid reader, so I thought she would be the best guest to discuss books this week. We're going to discuss some of our favorites, some banned ones, some controversial ones, and bookkeeping. Heck Yeah. So to start, Miranda, tell me, what do you like about a book? Mm. Okay, so I definitely am prone to like sticking to the same kinds of books when I read, which is something that I'm going to try to challenge. But I love a book that feels like it could be real life, so you kind of just get lost in the story. Mm -hmm. Um, I I like realistic fiction, those kind of deals. It's just relaxing to me. Um, I am a fan of an easy read. Like at the end of the night when I'm, I'm laying in bed, I like to be able to just unwind. I like something that doesn't like take too much brain power. So, yeah, it's like it's a relaxing habit for me. What are some of your favorites? Hmm. I think my favorite book out of all 52 that I read this year was Sweet Bitter by Stephanie Donler. Um, it's a book about working in fine dining in the restaurant industry and I just felt that it was so relatable as somebody who, you know, works in a bar. It really told all of the, like, nitty-gritty truths of, like, substance abuse and the bad habits that come along with, you know, making really good money at a restaurant and just all the drama that comes with it. I just felt like she put my work life into words. It was really great to read. Yeah, I agree with you. I like the realistic or more realistic, not realistic sticker more realistic <laughs> books i can't really suspend my disbelief yes absolutely it's nice to be able to see yourself in yeah. what you're reading to be able to relate to it so yes. so when you read a book are you a paper girl or are you a kindle girl what are you oh i cannot stand reading on a screen that is the worst <laughs> thing i need to feel the book i need the pages in my hand i I don't know how anybody reads on a Kindle. Like, I get the appeal because you don't have to keep buying books. But to me, the luxury is going to the bookstore, walking around, reading the backs of the books and deciding, like, what what it is that you want. And then, like, going home and holding the Like, a book is such a – it's such a treasure. Like, I love my collection. I love love everything about it. So you will never catch me – never catch me reading on a screen. No. Ever. Screen reading, evil. Jail. 
That and that is in Griffin Jail. That to, to steal Maggie George's terminology. Exactly. That that's in Miranda Jail too. So have you bought every book that you have read this year? I think one or two I borrowed from a good friend of mine. Um, but yeah, I I <laughs> this summer when I was I did most of my reading this summer and um, I couldn't even look at my bank statements because it was all to Schuler's books. It was bad. It was like, you know, I'd be buying like two books a week. Um, and I love an har- I love a hardcover book. So at least oh. like 25 bucks per book, which, you know, I, when I was growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. But my parents always made a point, like if I wanted a book, they would always find a way to spend the money on a mm-hmm. book because like that's an investment. That's knowledge. So I kind of have the same philosophy about it. Like if I'm spending money on a book, like that's OK. Like, I'll cut other areas of my budget, but not books. Yeah, it's enriching. You learn something. And I feel like it's the best kind of education because you're learning from other people in a way. You're learning from other people who you might not necessarily learn from. Exactly, exactly. So have you read any books that you just hated? Ooh, yeah. (laughs) I feel like I should pull up my Goodreads for this, but um, the first one that comes to mind is... No hate, because I love Colleen Hoover. I really love Colleen Hoover, and I love a lot of her books. But there are some of her books that I'm just like, go back and rewrite. <laughs> so bad. There was a book, um, Without Merit, by her. It was so awful, so cheesy. I feel like it tried to tackle a lot of issues like suicide and mental health and depression and all of these things. But it was just... It was too much for her. Um, it's an older book of hers. It was too much for her skill at the time, I think. Um, and it was just, there was just way too many things going on in the plot. And it was just not relatable. It was cheesy. I hated it. I think I gave it one star. Wow. And I I am very generous with the stars that I give books. Because you know what? If you sat down and went through the trouble of writing an entire book, good for you. Right, like, you deserve like, at least three stars. Right, like... And nothing would hit the stands if other people didn't have faith in it too, right? So exactly, it is hard to kind of have a bad book. And so, okay, so I'm I'm looking through, and there's a lot of books that I rated low, and it kind of reflects um, my headspace at the time. Mm-hmm. Suzanne's Diary for Nicholas by James Patterson was a book my grandma gifted me because she really liked it. I simply I loved reading it. I flew through it, but I rated it two stars because um, I didn't like that at the ending she got back with her husband who kind of did her wrong. Mm. And so I was just like over it. I was yeah. like, no, I wanted like a happy ending where she like moved on and found peace, but then she ended up back with him and it oh. just ruined it for me. Yeah. So I don't I don't like books that like don't end the way I want them to. <laughs> but for the most part, yeah. I can appreciate. A lot of books. Yeah, And you're a writer. Have you ever considered writing your own book? Yes, I actually, I'm actually writing a book right now. Like, it's not like a thing where I'm like, I'm going to publish this within like the next year. It's more like a, like a passion project to where like, whenever I feel very inclined to write, I do. But it is a book about, it sounds so cheesy when I say it, but it's a, it's a book about my experience, you know, working in a bar, especially like putting myself through college by working in a bar and all of the crazy kind of tales that come out of such a strange place, like the place I work at. So it's kind of split up by like, by very important moments in time that like my coworkers and I have went through together and just like crazy events that have happened there. And yeah, it's, 
I don't know if like it's ever something that I'll be like, I want to publish this, but it is funny and fun for me to kind of like create a little world out of the things that I've experienced there. Yeah, for sure. And I bet that is a nice escape too. If you ever need to, you're distressed, overwhelmed, just go to Bookland. And I can't wait to read New York Times bestseller, Miranda Dunlap's oh, first <laughs> novel. Come on. Yeah. Work. Yeah. I'll definitely have to change like the names of all of the characters because I'm not holding back. Like I'm being honest. Like if my coworkers read this book in the future, I'm really sorry, but I have to be authentic, <laughs> but your name will be changed. <laughs> and I mean, protecting, you know, People, you don't want to get sued. Exactly. And the name of the bar will be different. That it will be placed in a completely different town. So there there will be some aspects of it that like are not true. Like I've yeah. played around with like the setting and like making it way more fantastical and like things that I kind of wish the place was that it's mm-hmm. not, just to kind of live in my fantasy land. But um yeah, so I will not be getting sued. No, thank yes. you. Miranda, that sounds so interesting. Oh well, thank Keep you. Me updated. And guys, it's set in Ann Arbor. Obviously. I could make a set in Ann Arbor. I don't pick a bar down there. Yeah. Just put them on blast. I mean, they do have a, they have a, another chain of where I work in Ann Arbor. So, yeah, I did not they know sure that. do. <laughs> well, I, in the meantime, I can't wait to read your book. I can't wait to hear more about it. And I'm going to pick your brain about it after this. Yay. But, <laughs> high school. We had to read books. Oh did you boy. read any of the books we were assigned in high school? So I started out strong. I'll say my freshman year I did. And then the books were like just not, a lot of the picks were not, you know, my cup of tea. I will say I really got back into it my senior year when I took AP literature. Mm-hmm. I loved those books. I ate that up. I was going in on those essays. Like I felt very passionately about all the books I read. I I think it was Wuthering Heights. I read my senior year and it changed Heights. my life. Fear. Wuthering Heights is... <laughs> So fierce. It, it's, it's a great read. I recommend. And I think I agree. Senior year had the best books. But what other than Wuthering Heights, what was your favorite book you read in Ooh. high school? Hmm. Uh, so we, we read a lot of Shakespeare. And at, at the start, I wasn't really that into it. But I do. I remember I really liked reading Othello by Shakespeare just Y'all read Othello? We did read Othello. We had a very my literature teacher in high school was was great about her pick. She was an amazing lady, like just stereotypical English teacher that you love. <laughs> wow. We got like Romeo Juliet Hamlet, but we did not get Othello. We had all of that too. We I we like made our way through his works. So wow. yeah, I, I did like that. Okay. Um but yeah, Wuthering Heights stands out to me as like the I when I think about my senior year, like I feel like reading that book like defined it for me. Yes. <laughs> it was my moment where I was like, oh, I love reading and again. I think we read it in the winter too, and it was just very like yes. ambient, like Kathy yes. at Heathcliff's window. Like, Absolutely. Oh, shebang. And Absolutely. I, I have to ask, because everyone has the one high school book that was literally mm. terrible. Yeah. Terrible, awful. I want to know yours. Lord of the Flies. Goodbye. Really? Hate, hated that really? book. Hated it. Oh, my God. I hated See, it. I normally don't like books with no women in them, but I thought <laughs> that was fierce. I could not stand it. I don't know what it was. I, I, I did read it my sophomore year, and my sophomore year I was, like, kind of not engaged. Oh, okay. And I don't know if that was why. I'd be down to read it again and see if my position has changed, but... You know, for the sake of it, I do remember very passionately hating reading that book. So, wow. <laughs> no, 
I, I thought it was good. Oh, I'll also say Night was one of the books we read in high school that I loved. Mm-hmm. I read it again like a year ago because that, that book was that book's amazing. Yeah, Night was, I don't remember how old I was. I think it was 11th grade AP Lang. I don't remember mm-hmm. what, come, what came first, but I remember Night. Mm-hmm. Breathtaking. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was crazy. And I think that might have been the only nonfiction book we were assigned. Yeah. So I think it was, it definitely stands out among the others because, wow. Yeah. There was a lot of literature surrounding that particular subject. Mm-hmm. And whenever we read books about that, I, I loved every last one of them. I remember like in middle school when we read The Devil's Arithmetic, it was like mind blowing, wow. crazy. I loved it. I've never read that. Yeah, well, I, I don't know how like low the reading level is on that, but I would recommend you read it because I remember loving it. Okay, word, <laughs> yes. No, I that is so crazy because I remember Night's like a smaller book, right? Yeah, I think it's like ninety pages. Yeah, or but something. I remember we took so many weeks just looking into it yeah. and learning more about it, and that I felt like that was the best that a book has ever been used to like further my education absolutely there's so much to dissect yeah. there and like yeah like of mice and men like we didn't even finish reading the book we just watched the movie. oh i think we did that too <laughs> i think honestly i think we did that with romeo and juliet as well that was we- a controversial day <laughs> because the yeah. movie was like a little bit not appropriate for high schoolers because uh, there was like a, a nudity scene which it was like a huge deal was I'm, it a recent movie I don't remember which one it was that we watched, but I do remember like that was the case and like all the boys in the class did not take it seriously. So I think we were all like, why didn't we just read the book? Yeah. <laughs> well, what, how do you feel about book to movie adaptations? Mm, you, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, truthfully, I'm not a big movie watcher, which always gets like a facepalm <laughs> from people who love watching movies. But if there is a book that like rocks my world and it gets made into a movie, you better believe I'm going to watch that movie. The most recent I can think of was Where the Crawdads Sing. That book changed my life. And so when I found out that they were making it a movie, I absolutely had to go see it. My grandma and I went and because she was the one who told me to read the book. Mm-hmm. And we cried. I literally oh. looked over and my grandma was sniffling and we went out to eat afterwards to like debrief and we just discussed like how how well they put that book and like how well they made it a movie. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. So when they do it well, I love it. But if they fail, I don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah. And you had a moment too, like that. Oh yeah, it was emotional. You closer with your grandmother. That's amazing. It absolutely did. What's an adaptation that missed the mark? If mm. you can think of one. Okay, so this, like I said earlier, my favorite book of the year was Sweet Bitter. Um, they made that into a TV series, and I paid nine ninety nine to upgrade to have stars so that I could watch that watch the series because I needed to know. Like it was such a beautiful world that the author created that I needed to like see it visually. Mm-hmm. And I think they missed the mark with casting. They uh. the people were not at all how I pictured them to be, which I guess always. I mean, you deal with it, but Mm -hmm. there was there was some like plot differences that I felt like were really important to the story that they changed, and I just I wasn't a huge fan of it. Okay, noted for sure. Now I want to get back. We talked on Colleen Hoover a little bit earlier, (laughs) and I understand there's been some um, some book gatekeeping, if you will, on a beloved TikTok app. 
Yeah, I think a lot of times it might be very niche to me because I am like very deep into book talk, but I'll scroll past videos of people who are, you know, essentially trying to convey the message that if you read authors like Colleen Hoover, who are, you know, known for their, their quick reads, they're easy reads, they don't require um, a lot of dissecting, the language is very smooth and just, you know, it's an easy read. Yeah. If you read those kinds of books, then you're not like a good reader or you can't consider yourself like an avid reader because you're not like challenging yourself or you're just, you know, reading trivial things. So I see a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And I see TikToks of like, there'll be like duets and there'll be a guy like asking people their favorite books and there's someone else being like red flag, green flag, Mm -hmm. those sorts of things. So I'm kind of on book talk. I like to think that I'm kind of on book talk. Griffin on book talk. And I have seen some books that I recognize as being predominantly women authors and predominantly women-led stories who Mm kind of get a bad rep among the, is it bibliophile? Is that? I think that is the word. Bibliophile (laughs) community. So I want to get your opinions. Does the type of book you read make you a better or worse reader? I don't. So, like, obviously, I want to say that it doesn't because I feel like it, it doesn't matter what you're reading. If you enjoy reading and it's like a hobby of yours, no matter what you're reading, you're a reader. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the definition of the word reader. Yeah. I do think that there is like. You know, respect to the people who read for the purpose of like expanding their mind or like gathering new knowledge or like seeing different viewpoints and, you know, reading informational books like respect to you. But I also I don't know if that makes you better than someone who Mm -hmm. reads for an outlet or to be entertained. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a little bit like there's a superiority complex there that I. I think um, people just want a pat on the back and I think they should chill out and maybe read a cute romance book. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you never see anyone bragging about reading like, I don't know, The Hate You Give mm-hmm. or something like that. But <laughs> Infinite Jess, like people, those men will use stuff like that. Yes. And I do see what you mean in the sense that I mean, I read a lot of like if I'm reading, I'll either read something that I just think is so interesting or like weird or in a celebrity autobiography. I don't have to be a fan Ooh. of this celebrity, but... If I know who they are, that book is on sale or it has a convincing cover, I'm in. I'm with you. I'm a big memoir girl recently. Jeanette McCurdy's memoir, I still Turn My Life it. Upside I Down. Still need I, to read it. I read it in, I think, less than four hours. Wow. It was. I just sat there and was just eating it up, gobbling it up. Wow. <laughs> but, but I think that all goes to say that, like, I don't think anybody should feel ashamed or, like, less than because of the books are reading like that's crazy if if you're reading that is a feat in itself because so many people nowadays do not read anymore we've lost that passion as we've grown up so if you're reading more power to you like that's amazing Mm -hmm. no matter what you're reading yes because all that matters is that you're expanding your mind you're learning new words exactly you're no matter what you read you're probably learning a new viewpoint I did see a tweet the other day, and I'm curious if you have the same experience. Um, I said, you know you grew up a reader when you know how to spell and can say all these words in your mind, but you cannot say them out loud because you don't know how they're pronounced. And that is so me. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you a recent word that I just found out. Oh, S-E-G-U-E. No. I thought it was seg. 
like my whole life, then someone was segue. like, no, it's segue. Well, because whenever I say like, I'm in a seg, I, I think I did the same thing because whenever I say, like type like, oh, I'm in a segue, I always do it like the little motorized segues, like S E G W A Y. Me too, yes. yeah. <laughs> I had no idea, but I, yeah. I also see TikToks. Oh my God, I'm talking about TikTok too much. No, it's okay. But where people are, where people are like, try to pronounce these words. No, thanks. <laughs> I'll, I'll really pass. I can write a mean email, but yeah. if I have to, like, talk to you, you're going to think I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I can recognize the word, and if I see it written, I know what it means. Yeah, exactly. But don't speak it to me. Words are not, like, like, examples are not coming to my mind right now, but I know that there are many, many words that I pronounce in my head wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If you think of any, just yell it out. I will. Because I do want to touch on one more thing before we close the episode, and that is the topic of banning books. So I've seen a few stories um, since the summer really coming out about school districts banning books, and I've seen, like, Lewis Dye, Toni Morrison, The Hate You Give being on Mm -hmm. some of these lists, in addition to the books that have long been banned, like uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is Catcher in the Rye a banned book? I feel like I've seen it on a list before, but here's the thing is like so many books can be banned in so many different places. Like once a book is banned, it's not like it's banned everywhere. But like if a school district, a school district somewhere probably has banned that book. Absolutely. I want to get your opinions. Mm -hmm. And this is, this question might have a kind of a lot of different answers. Okay. But should school districts be allowed to put full bans on books, on particular books? Mm. I mean, I want to say I, I really don't think so because I feel like a lot of the books that you know we see being banned right now are being banned for a fear of change or a fear of change in perspective like amongst these students in school yeah. districts where it's like really in places where it's kind of discouraged mm-hmm. to have a different viewpoint or to challenge the norm like the ideas that you've grown up with. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I, I feel like I've never seen like a book and if there, I'm sure there's somewhere, but I haven't, you know, obviously heard about it. I've never really seen a book banned from a library shelf for like a truly good reason. Like yeah. if, I don't know, I, I don't feel like we had any books on our shelves when I was a kid in the library that were like, inappropriate like books don't go there in the first place if they're not appropriate for kids they become banned once you know they become politicized and people feel very passionately about the Mm -hmm. ideas that are in them and want to you know kind of smother that from being shown to children and for that i i don't i don't think so i don't think um, i don't think anything good comes out of like halting the knowledge that is going Mm -hmm. to our students I don't know. And books are banned for so many reasons. But my philosophy when it comes to books is like, I, I don't, I don't know how you can like prevent things that you don't understand. So even yeah. if it's like a topic that like is kind of uncomfortable, you don't want to hear about. I think it's important to read about it and understand because you know a lot of this is like very deeply rooted in our history and mm-hmm. it's important to know. Yeah, and I do agree with you. I mean, I I used to be a very avid reader. We had a little. A little chart, and we could give a book talk every Friday in fifth grade. I gave the most book talks. Of course, you did. But like, do I? <laughs> I have a story. Yeah. Do I think a sixth grader should have been reading Stephen King's It in English class? I did. 
My teacher didn't say anything about it, oh, but I did. No. But that that is also like a common like. Were you, you a Wattpad kid? Did you ever get on Wattpad? Sometimes, <laughs> oh, sometimes. <God>. I <laughs> I will admit I never really wrote anything on Wattpad, and I didn't really follow anything. Mm. Like there wasn't anything I was coming back for. Mm. But there would be some things that would be a little further along in there. Yeah, I read it after when it was still a fan <gasps> fiction, so... You? Seriously? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. All three of them. Me and my best friend read them together. We would, like, read it out loud, and there was, <gasps> you know, like, some parts where we had to be like, oh, you Ooh. read this on your own. <laughs> I don't know if this is a Wattpad story, but have you heard of My Immortal? No. My name is... Oh, what is it? Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way. Oh, my gosh. It's... No clue what you're talking about. It is a Harry Potter <laughs> fanfic. Oh, no. It is one of the most horrendously written pieces of fanfiction ever. Oh. Ever. You need to read it. I'll I, read it. I need the adaptation. Okay. I'll read it. I'll read it. When you mentioned that um, you gave the most book talks in school, that reminded me of when I was in second grade. Um, March was reading month. Yes. I don't know if you guys did that. But we had a chart hung up in the classroom that had everybody's name on it, and you would get a sticker for every single book that you read that month. Mm-hmm. And I read so many books that they put a second poster up next to it to keep my name going, and then eventually just started double stacking the stickers. And my dad loves to tell this story. He got a call from the office um, at the end of March, and they were like, we need you to come pick up this bike. And they're like, <gasps> he's like, what bike? Okay. And they're like, Miranda want a bike because she read so many books. So he had to like leave work and go to school and pick up this bike and put it in his wow. truck. <laughs> yeah. And you got a free bike out of it. Exactly. Always been a reader at heart. <laughs> and reading started your cycling addiction. It didn't. I mean, no, there was no cycling addiction. I wish there was. We're just joshing. But I want to do a quick game with you. Okay, here we go. Before we sign off. So I'm going to say the name of a book. Mm-hmm. And you're going to tell me if you think it is one of the top 10 most challenged books. Oh, I'm not going to be any good at this disclaimer, but here we go. All right. So we're going to go based on 2021. Okay. And this is according to the Banned and Challenged Books website of the ALA Office for Intellectual Freedom. It's a .org, guys. So this, this is, is legit. Pretty legit. <laughs> so, do you think Me and Earl and the Dying Girl is on this list? I would hope not. I don't know why it would be. <laughs> I read that book when I was a kid. It is. You're joking. It was banned and challenged because it considered sec- it was considered sexually explicit and degrading to women. Huh, I guess I'd have to reread that with that lens to, like, see that. But I, I remember reading that in, like, very much elementary school. I, elementary or middle. I never read it. I watched the movie. I think there's a movie. Well, well I hope there is for your sake. <laughs> guys, fact check me on that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, I'm not a John Green girl. Why did that come to my head? I, I was a John Green girl. Really? Yeah, it was... Um, Will Grayson, Will Grayson, or whatever. That book changed my life. Speaking of John Green, is Paper Towns on the most challenged books list? You know, I feel like it might be. It is not. Damn. Well, (laughs) shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
The only reason I said yes was because there was, I thought there was no way me and Earl and the dying girl was on there. So I was like, okay. Yeah, they're maybe. probably. I, I am shocked by that as well, I will say. I have um, a couple more that I want to hit. Ba, ba, ba. The Hate You Give. Yeah. Yeah, Hate You Give is on here. Absolutely. Great read, though. Yeah. Go Ban- read it. Banned and challenged for profanity, violence, and because it was thought to promote anti-police message and indoctrination of a social agenda. Okay. Well, yeah. still well, read it. Yeah. No. Because <laughs> that was one of the best books that I yeah. read during high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend also, if any band book I think is worth at least checking yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Just see why it's banned. Absolutely. There's a lot of movements that like push people to read all these books that have been banned because because they've been banned. Yes, I think you should. All right, I want to do one more, and this is for 2021. Oh, no. 13 Reasons Why. Oh, I'm, I want to say, actually, I didn't know it was a book, which is on me, but like having watched the show... I want to say yes, because there are, like, sexually charged scenes and, like, abuse. Yeah, so it was challenged and banned in multiple school districts because of of the um, mental health struggles that it depicts. Mm -hmm. I actually read that book. Um, I read it at one of my brother's baseball games because I had to go to all of those when I was younger. And I read it in one sitting, and I thought it was fantastic. Really? I, I thought the book was done exquisitely well. But then the TV... Th- this, is an a- this is an adaptation that yeah, I am not Yeah, I can of. see that. The, the show sucks. The show was not good. Yeah. Like, the book was beautifully written, and even though, like, the concept of it is still morbid on the surface, mm-hmm. the way that the author went about it is very good. Mm-hmm. So I recommend... But I'll read it. Miranda. We've unfortunately ran out of time. Oh, no. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to add to the topics of books, reading, authors? Yeah, I would say just read. No matter what you're reading, no matter how little, how often, read. It's good for you. Anybody can do it. Anybody can do yeah. it. Yeah. Except Leah Michelle. Except Leah Le- Michelle wah, cannot read. <laughs> Look, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and I want to thank Miranda for joining me. Miranda, you are the best be sure to check out all of Culture's stories because Miranda is a fantabulous editor and Culture oh, is popping out content <laughs> right now. So be sure to go to statenews.com and read all of that. Be sure to read all of the other podcasts from the State News Podcasting Network. We got The Dinner Table. We have House Lights. We have The Sports Roundtable. And we have The 1909 as well, which I just hosted the most recent episode of. So go check that out. Again, thank you, Miranda, for joining me. And thank you for listening. And I'll see you next week. Oh,